Hi there, my name's Chris from Intentional Digital Ads Agency. Well, we're on the back of a, a week like we've never seen before, such unprecedented times. And we wanted to take a moment out to share some of the insights which we've, I guess, been gathering as we're talking with clients and looking across the ad accounts. It's just something small that we could put out uh, in terms of this uncertainty to hopefully help some brands out there navigate how to manage the next weeks or months or whatever we're looking at. So I'm joined today by our agency founder, Adam Seguido, uh, and we're going to run through how to advertise in the time of coronavirus. Yeah, thanks, Chris. So yeah, as Chris mentioned, we've uh, just spent the last um, the last seven days in just really unprecedented times. And so we just wanted to do a quick overview of what's happened on our accounts over the last seven days and then draw out some learnings that uh, that we're going to share with our clients as well. And so hopefully this can help the wider market. So let's just jump into some of those thoughts. Just so that you've got some um, background on where we're going to go today, what our plans are, um, what we're really going to talk through today is a really um, short-term response. You know, what can we do right now, given the situation of what's happened with the virus and uh, how business is affected, primarily in Australia, but I'm pretty sure if you're watching this from overseas that you, you, there may be some takeaways for you as well. So we're going to cover three things today. Uh, first of all is, you know, where are we at now? Like what's the climate right now and what's happened to our ad accounts right now? Um, and then number two, given what's happened or what we're seeing to happen, what can brands do? And lastly, um, we're just going to see what if there's any way that we can help and we probably need some of your feedback to figure out if there's you know, things that you're really looking for and, uh, and advice or help that you really need. So, uh, so with that overview, um, let's jump in and um, once again, we're going to start talking about short-term responses. Like we might reserve long-term responses for a different video, but for today, we just talk short-term. Okay, so just to begin with, where are we at right now? So um, let's figure out where are we at right now. Of course, uh, we're in extraordinary circumstances that the world really hasn't seen before, um, and. You know, particularly in Australia, the last seven days, we've really seen an escalation from government in terms of response to the virus, um, as well as no doubt you probably noticed, you know, a, a heightened anxiety amongst um, friends and family and colleagues, you know, about even what's our response, what do we do um, because of the virus, and not even talking about work, but just even with our with our own personal uh, personal lives. So yeah, so before we even go into anything about data. I guess we should extend on behalf of Chris and myself um, from the team and the team at Intentional. Um, obviously, we want to extend our heartfelt support. We know that you know at the end of some of the things that we're talking about, yes, we are talking about advertising, but then that, that then means with the flow-on effect is we're talking about businesses at the end of the day. And when we talk about businesses, we're talking about jobs and we're talking about you know people's livelihoods. So we really understand that you know what we say we don't say lightly and that it has real personal ramifications. So, um, yeah, so we're not, uh, hopefully we're that you can see that we're, um, yeah, we want to be as sensitive to the situation as we can. And we're not trying to say this, um, just to, just to be looking at numbers. Um, also as a preface, I think, um, in terms of how we're seeing this and the language that we're using around this at our agency, um, we're really seeing that this virus is probably going to have, um, three phases to play out, you know, in terms of, advertising and marketing. So I think in terms of the first phase, I think what we're going to see is a reactionary phase where we're going to see uh, people like we have all this week. Um, you know, everyone's going to react to um, to the news. Everyone's going to react to um, government policy. Everyone's going to react to even maybe workplace policies and working from home arrangements and all that very differently. And so the same is going to be true of our advertising that um, 
you know, this probably in Australia, I'd say this particular week, these last seven days, we're probably seeing the first of the real reactionary responses from customers and consumers. You know, what does it mean for consumer confidence? What does it mean for spending? So that's going to be, that's, that's really in this re reactionary phase, I guess we call it. And we don't know how long this reactionary phase is going to go for. And obviously, as the virus escalates, um, you know, that, that reactionary phase might go for longer because there might be new, um, you know, new things imposed on us, you know, in terms of the public and in terms of um, business and all of that. So, so, yeah, so the first phase we're going to call a reactionary phase. Um, and then after the reactionary phase, then there's going to be a very slow recovery, you know. So once we have, um, you know, once all of the whatever policy sanctions may need to be imposed are, then at some point we can have some kind of slow recovery. And, um, and who knows how that will be, how long that will be. That could take three, six months, who knows. And then we'll finally reach a new normal. And I mean, and, and the thing is that, you know, it is a virus. Um, it is, it is. Um, not going away. It's not going to be. It's not going to go away in a day or two. So we, as a planet, are going to have to learn how to live with this, just as we've learned how to live with the current influenza virus. You know, with vaccines, etc. So inevitably, there will be a new normal. Um, and so we clearly aren't there yet. Um, but you know, in terms of how we're thinking about this um, through marketing and advertising, this is kind of how we're looking at it. Um, and of course, any data that we share and any thoughts and observations, um, of course, mileage may vary depending on which industry you're in, um, which categories, which niche you're in, um, with some niches being hurt more, some being affected less, um, and also the speed to recovery and, and the new normal being different. So I guess before we even talk about anything, just thought we'd preface with, with that, um, that just to begin with. Um, Chris, did you have any other things that you wanted to share on that? No, I think just echo, Adam, what you've shared around our, our support for, for people who are going through a lot of um, tough times. And we definitely don't want to make light of this. I, I guess our heart in sharing this is to to help those that, that we can. So those that are able to to be looking at things and maybe asking mm -hmm. questions around um, spend that's committed, objectives that they need to look at. I, I think in talking with our clients this week, seeing the sort of layers of impact that this is going to have from um, whether it is just purely lower customer bases or if it is um, further business issues, supply chain, stock issues and things like that. So we fully appreciate that this has, has many layers and, and really what we're here to try and help with is at least bring some kind of control to one of those layers of business, which is around the advertising and marketing. So, mm. yeah, I think just echo that from the whole team is um, we hope that you and family staying safe and um, can get around those that are doing it the toughest at the moment. Mm. And we'll we'll come back to the support, um, the support mm. thing at the end of this uh, at the end of this uh, call because um, yeah, there's some things that we'd like to offer and see if we can help in some way. So if you're watching this, um, please hang around for that. Um, I, I think everyone would probably agree that this goes beyond you know our own business and you know that our own businesses want to succeed i think we're all in this together the whole world is in this together and so if we can help each other in any way we can out even outside of our normal business boundaries then we want to see what we can do there so yeah let's with that let's move on okay so let's talk about search so um search is so again as we said in the preface it's really been the last seven days that we've really seen um you know the first real significant shift in terms of consumer sentiment and change um, for the most part on search as we mentioned that there were a few industries that were hit a bit earlier like tourism and so um, that was that had already happened uh, we already saw that happening in January 
Um, but now because of the, now due to the coronavirus, it's really the last seven days that we started seeing, you know, across the board search being affected. Now, um, let's talk about impressions, first of all, like the number of people who are seeing our ads. Um, you know, the, the, the amount that impressions are affected obviously depends on industry with some industries um, remarkably being even uh, being stable or even doing a little bit better. So, you know, utilities fairly stable. Um, anything to do with um, supplies or medical, um, we've seen even a, even a slight uptick and an improvement on. Um, anything to do with software as a service or uh, remote work, clearly um, there's there's probably going to be growth there. But for the most part, um, a lot of a lot of impressions are down for a lot of other um, a lot of other industries. Again, tourism, hospitality, I've already mentioned. Ecom and retail, we really saw a bit of a hit in terms of impressions in the last seven days. Um, B2B, same thing, and real estate as well as some others. So if, you're, if you've been servicing some other industries and you're seeing similar um, trends, and we'd love to hear from you on that. Um, or if you're seeing improvement, let us know. We'd love to hear from you on that too. Um, in terms of looking through our data, maybe at a high level, one of the things that I was maybe... Um, curiously or, or, or maybe um, satisfyingly was still stable is conversion rates. And so despite impressions being down, so in spite the number of people searching is down, that of the people who still are searching, there is still buying intent. So at least even in the last seven days, even with all the news that has happened, um, if someone is setting out to search for something, there is still buying intent there. And so there's no reason that those campaigns should, um, should, uh, should be turned off um, there are still buyers in the market. Now that said, um, even though conversion rates are for the most part relatively stable, and again, depending on your industry, some that will change a bit, but for the most part, they've been relatively stable. Um, the thing that does change is ROAS. So we have seen return on investment coming down. And really that's a function of because um, fewer people are in the market searching, but there's the same number of advertisers. So therefore it's just a supply and demand question. And so because of the auction model, um, the same number of advertisers fighting for fewer searches means that CPCs are going to go up. So they didn't go up significantly, but they did. we did start seeing, a you know, of the last three, four days particularly, a bit of a ramp up in CPCs. So that's probably going to be expected. Um, and so that's what we're seeing on search. I just thought, um, you know, again, going back to our preface, just to say that, you know, we're right now we're still in a very reactionary phase maybe even knee-jerk this week was the knee-jerk if you want to call it that um, of the market and so you know we we haven't seen where this will go yet so this is very early days yet but um, you know how and when we return to our new normal will be will be different for those different niches all right let's move on to um, display-based advertising so when I say display I'm talking about Facebook advertising Instagram YouTube display network um, Pinterest, any of those kinds of display networks. So I'd say display advertising is actually the opposite of search. So where search, we're seeing um, impressions coming down. We're going to see the opposite of that on um, on any display-based advertising. So, And the reason I say that is that um, we basically have a coming tsunami of online traffic. And so if you think about um, all the factors that are coming together is we have um, you know people who are being ordered to self-isolate and at the same time, we've got workforces now who are basically having to work from home. So now that's a whole new set of, um, you know, set, set of eyeballs that are going to be online that may have not been online as much before. So even if we had the same number, same workers, but they were working in an office um, where you know you can have meetings together, where you can just um, tap someone on the shoulder, 
now you have to do that online. So um, in terms of so online traffic is going to be um, skyrocketing. Um, we've already seen that evidence of that. So I think it was yesterday or the day before, Telstra and Optus um, both mentioned that they're already seeing demand um, beginning to um, to eclipse um, what they were expecting for this time of year. Plus, the uh, MBN network is struggling to roll out with um, you know the, the amount of demand that's already started, and we we probably haven't even seen um, the the most of it yet. So. What does all this mean? So with more online traffic and with more, uh, more online traffic means basically more inventory. So that means that there's going to be more, uh, more ad placements. Um, so there's going to be more TV, more streaming, um, and you know, more web browsing uh, from home. So all of that means more inventory. And so the opposite of search, now that there's more inventory and inventory is up, um, and if advertisers either stay the same, so if we've got the same number of advertisers that we have right now, if the same number of brands are on right now, or unfortunately, as probably might happen, some brands may have to pull out for you know for economic reasons. So even if we have inventory up, but the same number of advertisers constant, that means you're already going to have cheaper CPMs on uh, on all display advertising. And then if some advertisers have to pull out for economic reasons, then we're probably going to see CPMs fall even more. So display is probably going to be the opportunity right now. It's probably going to be the very very opposite of search. But just because inventory is up, that doesn't mean buying intent is up. And so we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Um, but that's kind of how we're seeing things from both the search and dis- display point of view. Uh, Chris, did you have anything else to add to that? Anything you want to share? I was just going to ask if, if um, people watching this wanted to maybe check that search traffic in particular so just Mm. jump into your search platform check impressions this seven days versus seven days prior and year before and then conversion rates that simple right yeah good tip so absolutely check your last seven days but also check the last seven days um in the context of the last 30 60 90 days but then also in the context of same time last year and so again depending on what industry you're in um Hopefully you're not affected, and maybe you might even be one of the few who are who are benefited by some of the changes being made. But um, but yeah, do do those checks. Yeah, good call, Chris. All right, so let's move on to our next section. So given the climate, given what we're seeing now with both search and display, what then would we recommend? Like, what do we what would we say brands should do from this point? Okay, so first and foremost, um, before we even talk about um, any of the um, allocations and budgets and all of that. Let's do a little bit of housekeeping first. Um, so I think maybe the first easy win that brands can do right now is just to have a look at what are you currently doing with your advertising right now. So have a look at, um, have, do a quick audit of your creative as it stands. Um, is the, are the campaigns that you're running right now um, in the local market, um, are they okay given the current context? You know, Are they still appropriate given what's happening in the current environment. So just do a quick review, just be satisfied with yourself, that uh, satisfied for yourself that what you're showing, you know, it's it's appropriate given, you know, the stresses and the strains that people are going through right now. Um, check this, check all of your creative elements, tone, copy, visuals, keywords, placements, you know, are, are all these still appropriate, appropriate and relevant to this, you know, new normal that we're living in or this reactionary time, I guess, that we're living in right now. Um, one other important thing, and this is something that we've been working through with our clients this week, is really, really important. If you haven't already let your customers know where your business stands, please be doing that right now. So we're no point sending you know 
Um, you know, like I said, we still have people with buying intent. We're still sending them to your website. But when they get to your website, are they clear that if they were to order, they know what happens? Because they probably have questions about whether you're still in operation as a business. So please be clear about, um, you know, what it is that you're able to offer. Um, please be clear about any disruptions to your business because of the coronavirus as well. Let customers know. So let them know up front rather than having them find out later on after they've ordered. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Make sure you, you're, um, they know your return policy. You know, um, give, give consumers that extra peace of mind. Make sure that's really upfront and center. You know, what happens in the case of um, returns? Again, just so that that's dealt with upfront before someone makes a purchase. And so that doesn't have to bite you in the, bite you in the back later on um, after the fact. And, um, and maybe, maybe some other things, maybe this might be more for social than it is for your advertising, but um, you know, maybe even think away about ways, you know, can you maybe be more human in this moment right now? You know, can your advertising maybe be a little, a little bit more relatable? Maybe we can let the brand walls down a little bit um, just because, you know, the whole world is in this together and people get it. And so, you know, even for example, right now, Chris and I, we're doing this over a, um, a hangout um, from our, from our um, home, home environments, our, our work from home offices. So um, rather than doing it from our, our co-working space. So yeah, can you, can you just drop that wall a little bit um, make yourself a little bit more relatable. Chris, is there any other things that you wanted to share just regarding um, housekeeping there? I think just a hat tip to the iconic we've been sharing your um, COVID-19 explainer. Um, firstly, front and centre on their website and secondly, mm. really detailed to share a little bit about how their response for their team is. So to, again, show that bit more human aspect but then to update some of the key frequently asked questions. So have a look at your frequently asked questions if you've already got one and look at how that might update as a um, because of the situation we're in. And I think the biggest thing here as we've spoken with clients is that even if nothing's changed, right now silence is a killer. So be explicit in, hey, nothing has changed for us right now. You know, we're, we're taking safety precautions as you would be in factories and, and warehouses, but even just to get into a mm. weekly rhythm, particularly during this reactionary phase, however long this might last, the next two, three, four weeks, post your socials, keep it front and centre on your website. Um, I actually think that's going to help not take away from conversion rates as well. So clarity is king here right now. Um, taking away any uncertainty is definitely the right idea. So um, have a look at the iconic. Um, I'm sure they'll be more than happy for you to borrow, <laughs> borrow with pride. But um, yeah, it, it's just a good one of uh, explaining some of the key items that people are thinking about. Yeah, really good call. Really good call. All right, let's keep moving on. Okay, so now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let's now talk about our marketing funnel. Um, here at Intentional, we use a three-stage or three-tier marketing funnel that we call ACD or Awareness Consideration Decision. If you use a different uh, model, you can probably translate what we're going to say to your model. Um, and you know whether you've got three or four or five tiers in your funnel, um, yeah, just just uh, do just uh, translate how you how you see best. So essentially, given what we've just said about search, um, you know, in terms of bottom of funnel decision campaigns, we're talking mainly branded search, unbranded search, um, and um, shopping campaigns, and some remarketing. So anything bottom, bottom of funnel, um, our advice from what we've seen, again, still early days, still reactioning, but our advice would be keep as much as you can bottom, bottom of funnel. There, is, there are still buyers, there is still buying intent, but shift your focus from ROAS to revenue. So I know that in the past, especially search, you know, we're very, very keen on ROAS. 
Uh, we lived and died on ROAS. Our, as an agency, we lived and died on ROAS for many years because we're very, very, very search-driven. Um, but given what we've just said earlier in the preface and the context of where we're at right now, um, we're seeing ROAS drop. However, uh, I guess the point to get across right now is that all of us are running businesses. We've got to keep cash flow right cash flow running you know um, we've got to keep cash coming in the door and ROAS is not cash ROAS is a percentage but revenue is cash and so you can eat revenue you can't eat ROAS so it doesn't make sense to be turning off campaigns just because they don't have high ROAS if that means you're turning off campaigns that are actually driving revenue and so I guess the first point here is to make a big change and this is more of a thinking change in that um in that we've got to let go of what was, and so I was just chatting with uh, ch- chatting with a friend the other day, and he said this uh, thing, nothing to do with marketing, but I guess more more of a personal thing. But I guess it's still relevant to where we're all at, and that is that he said we all have to surrender what was, you know, because we're now living in a new reality, and even though we've been used to certain ROAS figures in the past, that's the past now, and so we've got businesses, we've got to keep cash flow going. So highly, high rec- highly recommend. Keep your bottom of funnel campaigns, keep the keep your search shopping campaigns as much as you can, but be looking for the campaigns that drive revenue, even if it means taking a hit on ROAS. So even if it means dropping your ROAS expectations, make sure you, you're getting that revenue through the door. You're taking advantage of that low hanging fruit. Um, you're keeping your you're keeping your business afloat. You're keeping your staff employed. Hi, it's Chris again, mission director at Intentional. What unprecedented times we find ourselves in. It's so challenging with so much uncertainty. Our heart is to provide clarity in at least one area for founders and marketers alike. Each week, we'll continue to provide an update on insights from our ad accounts and collate the wider industry trends. So is there someone in your world that could use some clarity for their advertising right now? Could I ask you to hit share and send a link on? Thanks for your support. I mean, yeah, just to echo that, obviously, um, having the ROAS number that you're still profitable clearly on. So, um, you know, we're not saying here to, to be spending money for the sake of it. This is all around protecting the revenue that you can bring of into course. the business. And I think here, you know, we are looking at this on that roll in seven days and even you know, shorter in some time periods. And so based on the rest of the conversation we're going to have right now is that this the volume that's there in decision has already dropped somewhat depending on how long we're in this reactionary phase it's it's important that while the volume's there and the the revenue is there that you take advantage of that um because absolutely yeah, we, we just don't know it's uncertain so it's, it's there now or if it is there now take it absolutely like, um, don't miss the opportunity yeah absolutely so don't so don't leave money on the table just because you wanted or you you're used to a certain ROAS figure don't leave money on the table because of that so yeah all right, so that's bottom of the funnel. That's uh, that's the decision tier. If we move up up one stage in the funnel, now we're talking about the consideration tier. Um, and so in this part, the middle of funnel, um, you know, previously in your middle of funnel campaigns in a classic marketing funnel, this is where you're trying to get people that you already know are aware of your ads. Now you're trying to sort of move them down the funnel so that you know, hopefully very soon they're in, they're going to be you know, potentially in a buying buying um, phase. This is probably the place where you're hurting right now. Um, this is probably the place in the last seven days where you've started seeing your performance really dropping, uh, as in people are really fearful. And so if, if they haven't already made up their mind that they're going to buy, 
probably right now you're not going to be able to convince them in that you know there's so many other things on their mind um, Mark Ritson put out a, uh, an article the other day and he had this quote that no amount of hot deals and clever sales activation can stimulate a market that is currently terrified, locked inside their homes and unsure of their future. So I think if someone has not already committed to buying, like if someone's not already on that path with you, then it's probably not the right time to try to be converting them over to buy. But um, so if you have to reduce your budget, if you have to cut marketing spend, this is probably the place to cut it or reduce it at least. Um, or alternatively, the second thing you may want to do is repurpose. So let's say you already have your marketing budgets locked in that you actually don't need to cut, but you already have seen a drop in performance. Then maybe what you might want to do is rather than keeping on trying to get performance, like trying to get these people to buy um, and get them down into your decision tier, rather than doing that, maybe it might be time to think about could you repurpose your consideration tier to instead um, build your lists, build your assets, build, build assets that you can control so that when comes the time to call upon them again, you can do so. So for example, what I'm talking about here is that, um, you know, for example, in a classic e-com model, you might take someone from awareness with a video, try and get them to your website, maybe try to get them to add to cart um, in the consideration phase. And then in decision, you might be trying to get them to buy. In this case, maybe what you may want to do is rather than trying to get anyone to add anything to cart, if your business can sustain it and if your budget's locked in, then maybe how about using that to purely build your lists? and just keep nurturing your lists and keep building that asset so that when the time comes and you know that might be who knows in two months time three months time but when the time comes you have some kind of activation that can work then you've got a list who is there and ready for you to use so um so so yeah so for the consideration tier we'd recommend either cutting or reducing your consideration tier or if you still have locked in budget then repurpose it for for something uh, repurpose it into an asset that you can control uh, Chris, yeah. any uh, any other thoughts you wanted to add to that one? I was just going to say as well, based on that decision tier conversation, depending on your niche, you may still be getting value here. So I guess if you are still seeing value, clearly um, those same rules apply as do to the decision tier. So if you are still able to, to see value in what, what you're doing here, um, support it. But from what we've seen, and particularly e-commerce and retail, this is definitely where... Um, things have, have, have dropped away quite suddenly. Um, so yeah, I think email marketing and now I guess internally we were even talking about the fact of, uh, you know, without having these tiers, it's going to present more time to maybe do things that you'd been meaning to work on. Maybe set up a great email marketing flow two years ago and haven't revisited that. We all get busy. So now might be a good time to revisit some of those email marketing flows. It might be new news, new products to, to inject. So think that that also is a good chance to have a look at some of those other activities that may not be advertising that can still help drive that that middle tier of people they know about your brand they're not ready to buy if you were in a room with them what would you like love to tell them mm. that's that's really the heart of, of that consideration mm. tier good thoughts okay let's move on to the next um tier the top of funnel or our awareness campaigns so I think typically this is probably the first place that you'd be tempted to cut, you know, that if given the circumstances, um, you know, branding and awareness, it might be very easy to say, let's just cut that. But here is probably where we'd say the opposite, don't do it. And not only that, but instead of cutting, that this actually might be your chance to lead. And so here is a great place to go, well, what are your brand's values? You know, maybe now is the time that some of your brand's values can come to the fore um, whether it's for your direct niche or not, your direct target market or not, 
um, now is the time to let people know that um, know who you are and what you stand for. So one of the things that we'd be saying is rather than cutting awareness, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity um, to you know to demonstrate your brand in front of an audience who's who's fearful and afraid and who are wait, waiting for people, waiting for brands to take the lead. So what could you do to help? So maybe it's a different kind of question and probably a very hard question to be focusing right now when uh, it'd be so easy to give in to fear. But you know, we've already seen some phenomenal examples in the last seven days. Um, you may have heard of Louis Vuitton converting th- three of their perfume factories into um, hand sanitizer factories to give to the French, uh, French government and hospitals for free. Um, you know, we've seen a few examples. Google Hangouts is waiving all their pro fees so that now that everyone's going to remote, everyone can use their pro features without paying. Um, there's a couple of their CXLs, a training institute that usually offers um, $1,000, $2,000 US dollar courses for people who want a career change into digital. Um, they're offering those for free now to anyone who's lost their job because of the coronavirus. Um, yeah, we've even been talking with some of our own clients and we've been looking at contests and giveaways that we can do um, just to get our brand in front of people, but to do so in a way um, that spreads some joy. So, for example, one of the things that we've worked on is or working on is a is some work from home packs. So, some of these clients that we're working with, that's an area that they've never looked into before, but now it's a new opportunity that's presented themselves, and it's a bit of fun that they can have, you know. And everyone can relate to this point in time right now. So maybe there's something that you might be able to do that can help, um, you know. I guess not make light of the situation, but can help to just bring a little joy into what is a you know, a difficult time for all. Um, before I move on, Chris, was there anything you wanted to share on that one? Or Yeah, I think um, just taking into consideration that that context very much. I, I'm sure there's some of you who are sitting in here on the the post-edit um, end of, of maybe an expensive video shoot or some content mm. planned or some influencer stuff has come in that is, uh, is pretty hard to say park, but... Um, I think if you can, or if you are in planning mode, again, if there was, but don't don't say no to awareness. It, it feels like the easiest part. I think in chatting with clients, definitely being you know being the advertising agency and then, and then talking about this top of funnel, it, it, it is definitely the, the hardest part of the conversation because it feels counterintuitive here. Yep. And I guess as that first sentence talks about, is what well, we are asking our clients and, and you in watching this is to stop, think about the values that you can. Um, share about who you are and really, and really get to that heart and lead. We need leaders and, and mm-hmm. brands people will you know, you look to. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about brand purpose and brand value over the last couple of years and I think now's the time to just really actually be authentic, not just have authentic as a, as a value somewhere. So if you can stop and, and think about these and I, I think Adam, you shared before around um, you know support for, for people doing it. This is definitely an area we, we more than happy to have conversation or bounce off ideas or whatever it might be. And I'm sure there's, there's, there's other professionals out there that just would be willing to have an initial conversation with you to, uh, to see how, how some of this mm. could work because maybe awareness to you has not really been this sort of brand awareness before. Mm. Uh, maybe it's just been selling to cold audiences. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I think stopping to work through like, why did you start this business? What do you value? Uh, really, really great conversations to be having at this time. Mm. Actually, I might, uh, I've got another point to talk about here, but I might come back to this because uh, you've just led us into the next point I wanted to make. So um, continuing on about our top of funnel or our awareness campaigns is that really we would highly, highly, highly recommend you to keep your brand ads running. 
and um, you know obviously there was a one side of it before where we were talking about inventory being up and CPMs going down so that's a very strong reason to be doing it um, but at the same time you know there's been a lot of research over many recessions in the, um, in the past um, well we didn't have digital advertising during that time but at least there, there were other forms of advertising and so there's been a lot of studies and so one of the things that came th that has come through again and again um, is that brands that can keep their awareness advertising going during difficult times end up becoming the brands that will succeed once those difficult times finish. So here's a quote from the Harvard Business Review. Uh, brands that increase advertising during a recession when competitors are cutting back can improve market share and return on investment at lower costs than during good economic times. So it's actually a bit of an opportunity right now if your brand can be um, if you can have the presence of mind and the, uh, you know, I, I guess it takes guts to be able to do this. Um, but if you can just hold the course, um, there's going to be benefit in that for you. Um, uh, David Ogilvie, one of the, in one of his classics, Ogilvie on advertising, there's a whole chapter on marketing in a recession. So I'd highly, highly recommend you to have a read of that if you can. And, uh, and also Byron Sharp and Mark Ritson talk a lot about um, how much brands should be investing into their, um, into their awareness advertising so this really isn't the time to stop your brand advertising as much as you can if you can do it keep it going um, and probably the last thing I want to say about this is that um, and this was the prior point that I didn't quite get to before is that whatever activity you do in your brand awareness campaigns right now make sure that you don't waste it make sure that you're building you're using it to build your audiences and build long-term audience asset lists. We call, so we call them asset lists, where we're not talking about audiences for the last 30 days, but build your 180-day, 365-day, maybe even 540-day audiences. So whatever whatever goodwill you're putting out there, um, you know, obviously be generous and um, you know and and help, but also don't be foolish and not take you know not take um, take full advantage of what's available there um, with the technology. So. You know, if you're going to be putting out, you're putting your brand out there. If you're going to be making people aware of, you know, how you're helping, then by all means, don't forget to capture those people into an audience that, again, you may be able to call on later on when times um, when times start improving. Uh, Chris, any last thoughts before I move on there? I think maybe just to share as well that potentially when you hear awareness, I know in our conversations with clients or new clients, it's often. A fearful or how long <laughs> you know how long is a is a dollar bill type discussion around how much would this cost when we think about digital and we think about awareness it's actually the, the the cheapest placement that we can have so have a look at facebook campaign planner google ads as a campaign mm. planner as well i think if you haven't managed your own awareness ads before if you have never used reach as a as a goal and objective you'll be shocked at how much more value you can get out of for probably far less than you've been spending on other top of funnel campaigns and if you are someone that's only ever used uh, programmatic or agencies to manage um, publisher buys again highly recommend just jump in takes you 10 minutes have a look at facebook campaign campaign planner and google ads campaign planner i think you'd be surprised that, that the value you can get here for you know 20, 30, $50 a day, um, it can go a very, very long way during these times. Really good, really good. Okay, let's keep moving on. Um, okay, so lastly, how can we help? So, you know, we've talked a little bit about brands, we've talked a little bit about brand, um, you know, brand values um, and, and being out there and helping, helping others. So I guess maybe one of the things that we wanted to chat through here was as the last thing on this call was, um, you may have heard that saying, and it's maybe it's a bit cliche, and it, this rears, it rears its head every now and again. 
but that the Chinese word for crisis is actually made up of two characters, danger and opportunity. And look, I said, I think it's probably fair to say that a lot of a lot of the world is focusing on the danger right now. Um, but actually, wherever there's great change, there can be opportunity. And so one of the things that we wanted to share here was that, you know, of course, with everyone having to either self-isolate or work from home, um, you know, that's going to mean new ways of working. And that's going to mean um, teams are going to have to go to remote, um, remote work, remote collaboration. And um, if that's something that you're not used to, then that can be scary. Um, however, I think one of the things that you know, we, we just wanted to share from an intentional point of view, from our agency point of view, um, you know, is that you know, we've been working remote since day one. So our whole team has been remote from, uh, since 2011. And, um, you know, and that's been quite a journey for us to set up an agency that's primarily remote. You know, we've had different seasons where we've uh, worked sometimes in offices, sometimes co-working. Um, so we've had all different kinds of arrangements, but basically at our core, um, our core has been to be remote first and then, you know, to be in an office as a bonus, whereas, um, uh, you know, probably a lot of other offices the other way around. So I guess we're, what we wanted to share was that, um, you know, I think one of the things that I, that I can foresee this virus is going to do to the world is it's actually going to build um, stronger, stronger businesses in that, um, you know, I think if businesses can learn to go remote, um, it's going to force a few things. So it's going to force better processes and workflows because if everyone's remote you have to be far more strict on your standards and your operating procedures etc um, your collaboration you now have to be far more intentional about how you collaborate how you have meetings uh, what you have meetings over etc and it's also going to demand um, leaders to to be better because now you can no longer lead because you know you're next to you're sitting next to somebody but actually your leadership has to be far more intentional you know have to be far more um proactive and so you know we've seen this in our agency over many many years and so we've had to develop a lot of systems and processes so yeah so we we, we actually do believe that you know that um at the end of this you know as tough as this is going to be for all of us to get through that actually um we believe there's a lot going to be a lot of businesses that are going to come out stronger and better as a result uh, and better for both the you know the, the the leadership of the business but also better for, for staff you know that if staff can finally get that chance to work from home um, when they want, save the commute, um, and even, uh, you know, work around certain times. Um, there's, there's advantages all around. So, um, so yeah, we just wanted to share that maybe this whole time may be an opportunity in disguise. So, you know, obviously not a welcome opportunity, and that is not the one that we wanted to do, we wanted to be facing right now, but maybe there could be some benefit that we can take out of it. Um, Chris, do you want to say anything more on that? Or? No, I think that's. I think. Um, I think you're going to share on the next slide here, but yeah. obviously reach out if you've got any uh, questions about it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so maybe as our parting gesture, um, you know, like where what we we had a bit of a chat internally as a team to figure out, you know, how could we respond? You know, we we've just mentioned before about how other brands are um are serving. Like we're not Louis Vuitton. We don't have, um, you know, perfume factories that we can convert to hand sanitizer. But what we do have is we do have, you know, nine years of working remote and, um, you know, we have seen a lot of people sharing, you know, remote working tips. So, you know, like if you've, if you, if that's something that you don't need help with, great, like then that's fine. But maybe if there's something in that, if, there's, if this is a way that we can serve more businesses, like not, you know, not advertising related at all, but if this is a way that we can help you as a business to stay, um, to stay afloat, to, to keep your team going and maybe even to keep, maybe have your team working better than it has in the past, 
then we would love to see if we can serve you in that way. Um, so please um, re reply in the comments, um, email us individually. You don't have to be our client to be doing this. Like this, open, this is open to absolutely anyone. We just want to hear from you and see, uh, you know, is there any way that we can help? So, um, so yeah, I think apart from that, that's pretty much everything that we wanted to cover today. Chris, do you have any other final thoughts that you wanted to, to wrap up with? I think just that, that same um, realm around not being clients, we've obviously been sharing with our clients and just basic housekeeping again, that sort of thought around let's control what we can control right now. Mm. And obviously we've, um, thank you Adam for sharing some insights around what that looks like from advertising. If, if you want to hear more through this journey, please you know reach out on email, either myself, Chris, C-H-R-I-S at intention.al and Adam's at Adam at intention.al. Uh, and it, even if you just want the, we kind of just shared a few dot points for brands around what to do for website banners, organic, socials, things that aren't of our normal ilk, but we're just trying to help where we can and collate as much information as we're seeing, obviously working across industries and across clients. So if any of that's useful for you, um, please feel free to reach out. And uh, I mean, we're happy to jump on another one of uh, these calls in, in over the weeks if, if this adds value to you in watching. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good point in that, um, yeah, the, these kinds of calls and these kinds of, um, I don't know what you call this, but this screen share, this is not something that we normally do, but we just felt like, you know, we particularly at this time, we didn't want to sit back and do nothing. So if we can help, we will. If you find value in this, then, you know, happy to, to try doing something again. So just let us know. Let us know your feedback. Let us know your thoughts and comments. Um, or if this is just, you know, business as usual for you and you, you already know a lot of this and you don't feel like you need it, that's great. So whatever we can do to help, we're here to help. So, yeah, hopefully that um, we hear more from you and um, hopefully you got some value out of today. Thanks for that. Bye for now. Thanks, bye. Cheers.